This week on the announcer's table, we're talking NXT results, money in the bank, and both Raw and SmackDown. I can't believe... I, the only thing worse than a Shane McMahon open is James Ellsworth anywhere on the show. <laughs> What's going on, Russell Geeks? Welcome to another fantastic episode of The Announcer's Table. I am your host, the man that needs no introduction, B-Rye. With me, as always, the co-host you love to hate, the Canadian screwjob himself, Hertz Gewurz. Hey, what's going on, everybody? All right, so before we get to Money in the Bank, before we get to Raw, before we get to SmackDown, let's talk about the five-star pay-per-view that NXT put on this weekend at TakeOver Chicago 2. We every match was fire. I, I there isn't there isn't enough there isn't enough positive things that you can possibly say. Every match was great, exceeded expectations. It was a it was an amazing show. And I want to I want to put this out on the front end, right? Because we are going to say a lot of terrible things about WWE programming today. But NXT was so good. And you know why it's so good? Because Vince McMahon does not have control of <laughs> NXT. Oh my god, it is so good. It was so good the whole thing. The whole thing was great. There wasn't I don't think there's a bad thing you could say about NXT. That show was amazing. I mean, my favorite match of the night was Velveteen Dream against Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Those two have probably the brightest futures whenever they make it to the main roster. I, my only fear is they'll do to Ricochet what they did to Hideo Itami <coughs> and just stick him on 205 Live. He doesn't belong on 205 he Live. He does not. I mean, he only weighs like 160 pounds, but he does not belong on 205 Live. <laughs> but let's let's start off with the first match. Let's start off with the match that opened it all, which was the Tag Team Championship, Undisputed Ever against Oni Larkin and... I forget the other dude's name. Doesn't matter. Um, Undisputed yeah. Era is the best. They're, they, I, they are... I feel like they are ready-made. Roderick Strong, Adam Cole, and uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Like, they are ready-made for WWE main roster right now. Well, you're missing one more. He's he's injured, which is Bobby Fish. Yes, Bobby Fish but as well. But I, 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 ever since Undisputed Era came onto the scene last year, I've been a big, huge Undisputed Era fan. I followed Adam Cole through his independence, even when he was in Ring of Honor. I love Adam Cole. Um... He, he, he reminds me of Shawn Michaels. Sure. Of a very young Shawn Michaels. Sure, I can see that. Yes. All right, so Undisputed Era retains. For you guys who didn't watch it, Undisputed retains. It was a, that tag team match. See, when you watch that tag team match, that's what tag team wrestling is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Not what we see on Raw. Because I'm not going to knock SmackDown. Like we said before, SmackDown has a better tag team division. And they know exactly what to do with their tag teams. You mean but actually have Raw, tag teams actually have tag teams fight instead yeah. of just when it comes to Raw, it, it's just uh, abysmal. But this is a tag team match that you're just like, wow. Next match, Velveteen Dream Ricochet. By the way, shout out to my boy Velveteen Dream for uh, doing the uh, the Hogan getup. <laughs> that was that the whole match. I mean, the Hogan. Uh, uh, the callback that was that was excellent everything everything in that match i mean you can't say a single bad thing about that match no and of course ricochet won i don't i don't mind seeing velveteen dream losing i would like to see them uh fight again at their next nxt which would probably be brooklyn four 
NXT uh, TakeOver 4 in Brooklyn. Um, that uh, that would definitely be the stage to have them uh, continue this rivalry. Um, but let's move forward because, you know, you guys, you guys know we don't have much time on this podcast. The producer, you know, he limits us. He limits us. So, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. Now, I got to get up to Shayna Baszler. She's getting better in the ring. Um, you know, her, she still needs to work on her promos, but she is getting very good inside the ring. Shout out to Nikki Cross, another woman who did not tap out to the uh, Kia Fuga clutch or choke, whatever you want to call it. Um, she just basically smiled, which I thought was fantastic, and then just passed out. Yeah, I mean, that's that's such good character work, right? And it's the kind of thing that you expect from multiple-year veterans, not, you know, people on, on the developmental show. That's, it. you know, her just falling, you know, passing out to, to, the, to the move instead of tapping it, the way that she smiles during the whole thing. It was, it was... Uh, taking those those ridiculous knees to the face throughout the whole match like that whole thing was so well done you can't even you know i there's there it, it was just amazing it was a great it was match. amazing it was very good um hopefully nikki cross comes up with sanity um as you know they debut today on smackdown but we'll get back we to that, see that. Later on the show <laughs> Um, I think she's ready for the main roster and she belongs on SmackDown. I can see her feuding with a lot of good people on there. Sure. So moving forward, the next match was uh, the NXT Championship, Aleister Black versus Lars Sullivan. This was one of those matches I was questioning. Um, Lars Sullivan still needs a lot of work in the ring. He is a big guy, but this match was very entertaining. And shout out to Lars Sullivan who sold the black mass finisher that never connected. <laughs> That's one of that. I think that I was think the that only was... downfall of this pay per view. Yeah, there was it, exactly. It's one move from the entire pay per view that was no good. Um, you know, I, I think if you watch, you can see that uh, Lars Sullivan's back is to Alistair Black, so it looks like Alistair Black is the one who messed up the timing on that. And it's you know what, it's not that big a deal. Like, what are you gonna do, right? He his finisher is a spinning heel kick, and he didn't make contact with it. Uh, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's developmental. Yeah. You, you learn from your mistakes. Exactly. You move forward. But still a very entertaining match. Now, the the main event, uh, another match I was looking forward to, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Now, I got to give it up to Tommaso Ciampa. This guy is the perfect heel. Well, I mean, I mean, Gargano, he can, yeah. I mean, the crowd really despises this dude. And he, t- he does a great job at just soaking it all in. Giving it back to the crowd, telling them, "Oh, f you." You know he don't care. He don't care. But this match, it was a Chicago street fight. This match was fucking brutal. It was. It really was. And these guys went after each other, and you know, uh, just months and months of hatred. You could see it. You could see the character work that they've done. You could see. You know that these guys do not like each other. I mean, this is this is why you watch wrestling. This match is why you watch wrestling. Like they these told guys, the perfect story yeah, in the really ring, did. and and they built on their previous matches, and they built on all of the previous work that they did. And you know, there there isn't a bad thing you could say. They didn't do anything wrong for that entire match. Exactly. And what about that DDT and the exposed ring? Mm. Mm. I mean, ah. Oh. Bumps like that, oh, bumps man. like that are the kinds of things you can watch and say, "Look, this is this is this is why we love it. Like this is why we exactly. 
All right, guys. So at, at for me, NXT was a nine. I'm not gonna give it a perfect ten. Um, it's it was a nine. Um, definitely high up there. And it basically gives the main roster something to compete with, which they never ever do. And this is what we're gonna get into next with the Money in the Bank pay per view. Um, how would you rate NXT Takeover Chicago? Oh, oh, for it, it's a side that was that was a ten out of ten. Like uh, you know, one guy missed one kick and that was it other than that it was the perfect show there were no letdowns anywhere and several of the matches even exceeded expectations like there's no there's i don't think you can put together a better show i mean like the only way you put together a better show is by having better wrestlers and you know there really aren't that many in in you know in the company right now no there isn't so moving on Sunday, June 17th, Father's Day, by the way, Hurts Givers, Happy Father's Day, or belated Father's Day to you. And Happy Father's Day Um, to you as well. Moving forward, now we're going to go to Money in the Bank. Uh, Unfortunately, the tag team, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships was put on the pre-show. This was a very good match. I would have rather preferred Jinder Mahal and Roman Reigns to be on the Mm pre-show. And we're going to get into what happened during their match a little later on. But for Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, the Bludgeon Brothers, for it being a pre-show match, I was actually very entertained. It was a solid. It was a solid match. I mean, the the Good Brothers deserve better than what they're getting right now, which is you know, I guess I guess they've they've kind of made it to like jobber to the stars kind of thing. They're they're gonna get to the big match and then they're, then they're gonna lose the big match. They're not gonna. Well, be, I mean, you know, I look at it this way: they're getting a better. They're getting more than what they did on Raw. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because SmackDown's actually using tag teams in tag team situations. So that's that's a nice thing. <laughs> and we'll to discuss say. that later on as well. All right, so that was the first match. Bludgeon Brothers win. Um, it was like we said, it was a very solid match. So the match that opened, if I remember correctly, was Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass, who by the way was released today by WWE. Yeah, well let's let's just uh, look back on it as a loser leaves town match. <laughs> right? Daniel Bryan wins, and uh, uh, I gotta, I gotta, I mean, I gotta give it, I gotta get to Daniel Bryan. He led this entire match for both men. Big Cass actually looked good. It was actually an entertaining match. Um, then again, Daniel Bryan was leading the entire match. You could tell. Yet again, Daniel Bryan gets the win. David versus Goliath. Big Man versus Little Man. Um, we'll discuss Big Cass. Um, why he was released a little bit later on. Again, one of my favorite things to say a little later on. Daniel Bryan gets the win by submission with the heel hook. Um, very entertaining match. Nothing really too no, crazy I mean, going Daniel on. Daniel Bryan's really good. I like the, I like what they're doing with Daniel Bryan. He comes back out of retirement. They don't just stick him right into the main event picture. They don't just put him right in the WWE Championship picture. They're letting him work for his spot. I wish they would do that with some other wrestlers. But you know they're they're letting him work for work for work for what he deserves, which is great, and, and it, it tells a great story. Then we get the uh, what's the next match we get? Bobby we get Lashley. Bobby Sammy Lashley Zane. and Sami Zayn. I wasn't too fond of this match. I already knew it was going to be a squash match. Um, they... Apparently, it was just a way to get Sami Zayn off television. Yes. Um, he's been dealing with an injury. <clears throat> I just I can um, can can we talk for a second about Bobby Lashley and his finisher is a vertical suplex like oh a holding <laughs> vertical suplex I mean give me a give me a break uh, at this point Well it used to be the dominator but that's what Big E uses now Right So I mean I I, I can uh, I don't know. I mean we've seen worse finishers 
Not, not, I mean, so, you know, understanding, of course, that the attitude adjustment is basically just a fireman's carry. There aren't many finishers that are just transitional moves. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seth Rollins throws a, a vertical suplex in the middle of all of his matches. Yeah. Well, a, fal- a, a superplex and then a falcon arrow if you want to get technical. <laughs> but yet again, Bobby Lashley wins. Not a big fan of this match. Uh, then we get the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. This was a very entertaining this was a great match. match. With I, I gotta give it out to those women. I shouted them out on the Instagram page of the announcers table. Guys, make sure you come and follow us. We post results on there as well. But this match was very entertaining. Shout out to Sasha Banks for probably taking the biggest bump of the and that night. And that looked like an improvised bump because it looks like she blew the, the toehold and then just told uh, told Ember Moon to do uh, a crossbody off the ropes, which is insane. Yeah, which, like I said, she just it was impromptu right then and there. Shout out to Lana, who I wasn't expecting to do very good in this match. Um, as she has that, that she didn't have like very little ring experience. She's getting, she's getting significantly um, better as an in-ring performer, which you know that's that's what you want to see. And I love the fact that we had Sasha and Charlotte in the ring at the same time. We had Charlotte and Becky Lynch at the same time. We had these four women from two different brands. Some of them new, some of them old enemies, some of them best friends. It was just a great match up and mm-hmm. down. Wasn't expecting Alexa Bliss to no, win. No, not at all. That was a huge curveball. My my pick was Ember yeah. Moon. Your pick was Natalia. I was positive it was going to be Natalia. It turns out Natalia is just really bad at talking. Like, I thought they were showing <laughs> us the obvious swerve of she's going to turn on her best friend. But no, she's just really which, bad at talking. Which we're going to get to in a few. Um, so, after the, so Alexa Bliss wins. She became uh, Goddess in the Bank or Little Miss Bliss in the Bank, whatever you want to call her. So then we go on from that. We get probably best match of the night, Elias versus Seth Elias Rollins. Elias took Seth Rollins to the brink. That was an excellent match. That was, that was yeah, you're absolutely right. It is, it is the best match of the night. It was, you know, and, and that's what Seth Rollins has been doing. He is far and away the best performer on the show. You know, it's, it's him or The Miz right now, and The Miz is sort of, uh, the Miz is about to start and, something excellent. We'll talk about that when we talk about SmackDown. Um, and now we're about to, you know what I'm saying? And, and you wasn't too fond of Elias when we first started this podcast or video I podcast. I didn't think. You wasn't I am, too fond I am, of him. I am, I'm willing to say that I am wrong. I did not think his character was going to translate to the main roster at all. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. But. It's and amazing. now, and now it's you amazing. want to walk with Elias? I, absolutely, WWE stands for walk with Elias. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I told you, I love his mic work is great. His ring skill is yeah. great. I mean, this guy, there's nothing that he can't no. do. He is, he is a future star <clears throat> in this in this company. Yes. he is going to be a. And I've said that in the past. I've said that in the past. So. Let's get to the probably one of the worst <laughs> matches of the night. And it, it, it it's Jinder Mahal versus Seth Rollins. Shout out to the Chicago crowd for keeping me at least oh, interested in this God. match. They went from shouting, let's go Cena, to Cena sucks. They shouted CM Punk. They shouted Velveteen Dream. <laughs> they, sh- they started doing the wave. Yes. They started shouting, let's go beach ball. Like, was... you could tell... And we said this for the past six weeks because we had six weeks until the until this pay per view. 
Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns was just going to be yeah. horrible. And and I think the worst part about it is the following night on Raw is Jinder Mahal is still trash talking Roman Reigns. So I'm afraid we're not. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really scared we're not done with this feud. At least, I, listen, he ain't going for the champ. If he did, if he goes for the championship, I'll just I, be upset again. But we'll talk about we'll that talk again. About that in a minute. Um, but what I see going Roman on. Roman Reigns wins so, that. Of course well, he does. So let's go to the second most horrible match of the night. <sighs> Carmella versus Oscar. I just so here's my I, pro, here's my problem listen. with with this whole thing, right? I understand that they wanted to do some wacky hijinks to keep the title on Carmella. But we had a solid like 90 seconds to 2 minutes of Asuka just staring dumbfounded at her clothing. And it's like that's not the Asuka that I know. The Asuka that I know sees that spin kicks this whatever in the head and and that's it. Right? Like if the story you want to tell is there's some dis- if you want to tell a distraction roll up, right? That's fine. She goes over, it's it's revealed to be Ellsworth standing on the apron. She goes over, she sees him, she kicks him in the head, and then Carmella, you know, gets the roll-up victory like that because she's distracted from kicking Ellsworth in the head. That's all I want to see, and that works so much better. It's it's not it's not that. It, you're ruining the, the legacy that Asuka mm-hmm. had in she NXT. She didn't lose for a thousand I've days. Seen, I've seen Asuka kick out of better finishers oh, yeah. than that stupid super kick. I seen a kick out of the eclipse from Ember oh, yeah. Moon. Like, come on. You had Oscar on this role. And we've always said this. Whenever it happens on the go home show, we feel bad because we know they're gonna lose. I wasn't expecting Oscar to lose. Hmm. I was expecting Oscar to win because yet again, WWE next week is going to Japan. Why not put the women title on a Japanese or the superstar? Men's title. <laughs> exactly. So here we go. You give Carmella the clean win. I mean, a dirty win. A clean win over Oscar. Yeah, I. Vince McMahon does not. Vince McMahon, whatever he did 15, 20 years ago, he cannot replicate. All we're getting is reused storylines. You bring back James over. It didn't work the last time with him and Carmella. So you bring him back again to see if it's going to work. It's not going to work. work. What I see happening is a whole nother Jinder Mahal with his lackeys. It's going to be Carmella with James Ellsworth. And it's just a rewashed storyline. It's it's so stupid. I can't believe they let James Ellsworth be the worst part of consecutive Money in the Bank paper. Twice. Right? Like two years in a row now. He's the worst part of the show. <laughs> All right. So let's let's go on. We uh, we finally get the WrestleMania 34 match that we've been hoping for. AJ versus Shinsuke. Match. These two put it all that- on the line. And when I saw this match and I finally saw the end and I was like, why couldn't they do this three months ago? Yeah. I, my, I have an issue with a last the last man standing match as a match, right? Because they do the dumb counting thing like you know every time any wrestler goes to the mat and and it sort of breaks up the flow of the match and also you lose you know the the sort of mad scramble you get at the end of a really good match you know with a pin uh, you know someone kicking out of a two count something like that you know slowly standing up as the referee counts to 10 is not it's not the same thing as you know kicking out of someone's finisher but that said these guys put on a hell of a match, and 
it was exciting, as exciting as, as this kind of a match can be from start to finish. Exactly. And shout out to AJ. The feud's finally over. Uh, we found out who he's going to be facing Extreme Rules. Yet again, we'll talk about that later on in the show. So let's go on to what I thought was going to be the main event, and it wasn't. It was the co-main event, which I said it should have. It would probably be the co-main event. Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey, and this match exceeded my expectations. I guess. I just I wish I knew. I wish WWE knew what they were doing with Nia Jax, right? Like, is she a face? Is she a heel? Is she a bully? Is she anti-bullying? We don't really know. But I, I like, uh, you know, I like she's, that she's mystery getting to booed. it. I like that mystery, mystery I, to it because I, you can't you can't make her... You had her as face. You can't all of a sudden make her heel. You can't just pull a Mickey James on her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because one week Mickey James is face and then the following week she's with Alexa Bliss and now she's yeah. But you can't make her just heel out of left field. You make it as a neutral party. We've seen that before. But like again, I gotta give it out to Nia Jax who led Ronda Rousey through this entire match. And I gotta mm-hmm. shout out to Ronda Rousey for actually selling every single bump that she she took. She it's took true. this power when she fell bomb out of the ring and on that power she bomb. She took this power bomb and Crimson and I, aka the botcher, we both said she wasn't supposed to fall out the ring. But she mm-hmm. sold it as the power bomb was that strong. Yeah. Then no, Nia was, Jax cool uses, uses her as a baseball bat. And slams her into the barricade. Absolutely. But, you know, the, the <clears throat> ending part of the match where Ronda's about to finally lock in the arm bar on her, you have giant-ass Nia Jax on her knees begging Ronda Rousey not to do the arm bar like she's, you know, some jobber who's about to get her arm broken. But yet again... You're not some jobber who's about to get your arm broken. You're Nia goddamn Jax. You're... 270 pounds go destroy that lady which she practically did the entire match i'm not gonna lie exactly but the match ended the way i predicted disqualification we all mm-hmm. thought it was gonna be natalia but end up being alexa bliss who had the money to make brief she beat the hell out of ronda rousey with that brief she did she did that and was she awesome. threw her over the table then she beat the shit out of nia Jax with the briefcase cashed it in yep. ddt'd Got the two count, twisted bliss off the rope. Got the one, two, three. Now we got a five-time Raw women's, well, five-time women's champion, three-time Raw women's champion in Alexa Bliss. I thought this was gonna be a bad idea, but the next night at Raw it made sense, and I loved every minute mm-hmm. of it. Yep. But this, I really think that Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey should have been the main event, but I can understand why I wasn't. Not too upset about it, but I know the women in the locker room were kind of upset about the main event. So let's go to the main event. The men's Money in the Bank ladder match, fall from Raw, fall from SmackDown. The winner of this was Braun Strowman, who I feel deserves to win it. If it wasn't him, I was rooting for Kofi. Because <laughs> Kofi has been in like seven. The, uh, Record seven yeah, Money in the Bank ladder matches. I definitely liked the New Day's entrance. I kind of, you know, like I said last week, I expected the rest of the New Day to stay out there and, you know, help him. But they didn't do that. No. Uh, they want to stay face, I guess. Um, um, but it was, I thought it was Kevin a good Owens match. died. It had, I thought Kevin, yeah, Owens, Kevin Owens died. He might, yeah. Uh, that, I, you know, we I, and I complained about it last week that they did the spot where he jumped off the the ladder, but they they did a nice callback to that of having <laughs> him up on the ladder and getting thrown 
a million feet to his death. <laughs> um, you know, I, it's really. And then really we had uh, what was it? Then we had all the superstars attack Braun Strowman, bury him under under ladders. Yeah, they do a really good job, and it 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 sort of reminds me of when Kane first came up. They do a really good job of making Braun Strowman actually seem like a monster. Yeah, because that scene where Balor is trying to drag one of the ladders back to the ring, and he Strowman's holding on to it. That's that was a cool. What moment. about what about like, when they, he ran through the ladder like? You guys, also, an like he just like busted moment. through a ladder that two superstars was holding, just went right through it like it was one of those paper banners in a football game. Yeah, just another excellent moment. They, they, whoever's writing for Braun Strowman, whoever's coming up with his spots, maybe he's doing it himself. I don't really know how that works. <laughs> doing an excellent job. Excellent job. Uh, like I said, Braun Strowman wins. That was a. I, I love the fact that he won. Shout out to the rest of the guys in that match. I'm going to give Money in the Bank 7.5. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Um, it, it had, had its it moments. Had three, it, had three, it had three good matches. I, that, it is, that is a you know four, four out of ten at best for me. Like <laughs> It had three good matches, and that's it. It had so much filler that like it would have been a much better show if it was three hours, but they wanted it to be four plus a pre-show, and it, that's insane. <clears throat> well, you gotta remember it's it's dual branded now, so it's understandable. Um, so now let's go to Monday Night Raw. Now I want to discuss Monday Night Raw because the first thirty minutes of Monday Night Raw had me so amped up for the rest of the show, and it was such a sure. letdown. But <laughs> I want to get to the fact Alexa Bliss, how great she is on the mic. She's so good, and I'm so glad she has the title back. Uh, she is she is so good and and to pair her with Ronda Rousey, well, for at least a segment, uh, you know it it made Rousey look good too because what they did is they don't let Rousey talk they let her look like a badass which she does. I believe if you want Ronda Rousey to succeed, keep her off the mic and let her do what she did on Monday Night Raw. Exactly. She beat the hell out of Alexa Bliss. She beat the hell out of Kurt Angle. She's screaming at Kurt Angle, you're not my friend. Why would you hold me back if you're my friend? She beats the shits out the referee, power bombs Alexa Bliss through the table, and then gets suspended for 30 days. I thought that was awesome. I'm sad that Ronda Rousey would be gone for 30 days, but I thought that that segment right there made Monday Night Raw look like it was going to be good for the rest for the rest of the night, and it really wasn't, but that one segment... Oh my god. That was a good segment and I enjoyed it and I just and and we'll talk about, you know, the Kurt Angle's announcement for the universal title, but but to write I mean, I think it's their two biggest stars, Bron, uh, Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey to write them off the show through the next pay-per-view cycle. Like that's it's a bit of a letdown. Well, if you think point, about right? it, I mean, if you think about it, 30 days, she means she would return around, you know, Extreme Rules. It's so, going to be right after Extreme Rules. Yeah, man, she could return at Extreme Rules or she could return right after. And it's either, oh, it's a talk, it's WWE, it's storyline, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. So the rest of the show was just horrible, except, except for Seth Rollins' Seth open Rollins. challenge with Dolph Ziggler. Shout out to my boy Dolph Ziggler for winning the IC title. I was a little upset that they took the IC title uh, away from Seth Rollins. I mean, if he was going to do that, he should have just gave it to Elias. 
No, 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 no. What they need to do. Here's, I mean, it's time to put Seth Rollins. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe you're right. They should have put it on Elias. But I think put what they're worried about picture. is Elias is too... Elias is too popular, so Elias will probably win it off Dolph Ziggler. Um, but yeah, no, Seth Rollins, it's time to get into the universal title picture. He's going to be part of the multiple man match at Extreme Rules. Hopefully, Which, because we, he has a rematch we just next do week. That? Didn't we just do that at um, uh, the Elimination Chamber? Like, we Listen, just did I just the keep main event you, of a. Uh, they're they're rewashing they're, they're storylines. The only difference is, is that. Now Brock Lesnar has money in the bank. He can cash in it. I mean, Braun Strowman has money in the bank. He can cash in any time he likes. I'd like to see. I'd like to see uh, Strowman win the number one contender spot while also holding money in the bank and win the title while that would holding be a first. money in the bank. I that think would, that would be, be a first. I think. I think that's something that they need to do. Right? They need to spice up the whole money in the bank. Anything. So he holds the the briefcase and no one can cash it in on him. Yep. So, um, we're getting this whole Bailey and Sasha Banks thing. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm starting to get over it already. You know, they had a chance to pull the trigger back at WrestleMania 34. They never pulled the trigger. Things cooled down. Now it looks like it's heating back up again. Um, I mean, if we're gonna do this, either Sasha has to turn heel or or Bailey has to turn heel. That's the well, only think, way I'm gonna be I mean, invested in this. It's, it's pretty obvious. I mean, Sasha turns heel. I mean, she's. She's she's great. She's uh, ex, she's an excellent <laughs> heel. I never I never believe her as a face. She always seems like she's gonna turn on anybody. But you're I mean, the fact that they didn't do this at WrestleMania is I mean it's annoying, right? It makes it, I had almost completely forgotten about it, right? <laughs> so you know I saw that happen. I saw them lose to the Riot Squad, and then you know. Uh, uh, Sasha was upset and I'm like oh yeah they're going to do this now aren't they so they're going to have you know a, a hardcore match at Extreme Rules where you know they, they hit each other with some chairs a little bit and Sasha or uh, Bailey taps out so whatever I'm, I'm over yeah, it I mean, send one, of, send to one of them to Smackdown Riot Squad's been on a roll yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Riot Squad's great uh, as, as they continue to be great I love their backstage stuff where they're just throwing you know making a mess everywhere they go they broke some dude's laptop i felt real bad about that <laughs> oh i didn't i didn't <laughs> so then we get a couple let's say the rest of the night is practically boring i actually fell asleep um we get I, you, we, we get gender against chad Kurt gable Hawkins. yeah we got gender mahal against and this is this always this always uh, uh pisses me off gender mahal against already in the ring chad gable <laughs> Like we're we're really we're done. Chad Gable's on the level of Kurt Hawkins now, like not getting his own entrance. Like Chad Gable was the best part of American Alpha. Like I know that they they wanted to push Jason Jordan, but Chad Gable is a monster athlete. He is, and he deserves he deserves to be facing, you know, Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title. I know he's on the wrong show now or whatever, but like he deserves to be in the Intercontinental title picture. Right, like he deserves a shot at Dolph Ziggler. I mean, I guess he's already feuded a little bit with Dolph Ziggler, so maybe they'll do that. But he deserves yeah. he deserves a shot at real, real matches <laughs> and not. You he know. really he really does, and I, like I said, I was upset with you as well. Um, Kerr Hawkins lost again. Uh, who did he fight? Uh, Bobby Roode, forty five seconds. Yeah, real quick match. We had a a a, a tag team match with the revival against the tag team of Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. 
horrible. Yeah. You're still treating the revival like jobbers. Do they? I loved them trying <coughs> to have a promo between Lashley and Reigns, and it's like who can talk less believably between those two? <laughs> and uh, it was Lashley because he forgot who he was talking to. He called Roman Reigns. I think he called him Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he was like Brock Lesnar. You've never been able to beat Brock Lesnar. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, 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 yeah, okay, way to go, Bobby. You have two lines. <laughs> now. One of the highlights I like to say is the B team's promo against the Deleter of Worlds. That was so good. That was hilarious. That the whole was, thing was great. And how about how about Bo Dallas? Now, if you guys don't know this, Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt are actual brothers outside the <laughs> ring. And Bo Dallas sounded exactly like Bray Wyatt. It was that was that was excellent. That was um, I mean I, the B team. The B team continues to be I think probably the best tag team on Raw. So yes. to feud them, and I'm upset. I'm upset yeah. that they weren't in Money in the Bank. I think they took that match out. They did. I think um, someone was injured, right? Was I think Matt Hardy had an injury. I think that they were going to do that match at Money in the Bank, and then they had to pull it. But Same that promo was was hilarious. Yeah. I I know Bray Wyatt had to be holding it, holding his laughing about his brother <laughs> dressed up as him. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that match. It's probably gonna happen at Extreme Rules. Um, For sure, but yet again, uh, who did they face? They faced uh, the leader. Like I said, it was faced um, uh, uh, Rhino and Heath Slater. Uh, which I got used kids. to be used to be a champion, used to be yep. champions, and now they're just another jobber tag team. Let's hey, just listen, throw away all the make, good tag. Hey, listen, teams. they're making more money than me and probably you combined. So sure, I'll job any day. Yeah, um, but I mean, let's just. I, you have these teams, and they're full of good wrestlers. Let's have them put on good wrestling matches and not just squashes all the time. You have three hours to fill on Monday Night Raw. You can fill it with good wrestling. And and I don't blame the I blame the producers. Yeah. You got to remember, there's a bunch of producers back there that write each segment. A producer is in charge of, let's say, Roman Reigns segment. There's a producer in charge of this person. So it's the producers who are doing these storylines, yeah. who are producing these storylines, and they're not doing a good job no. at it. I don't need, <laughs> and I don't Raw need... right now, it seems to be the weaker show. Yeah, I don't need... Because tonight on SmackDown, we had a hell of a show on SmackDown. We did. SmackDown was great. But I really don't and need we're gonna get five to minutes bit. of yeah. Jinder Mahal talking before he squashes Chad Gable. You know what I mean? Like, figure that out. That's five minutes that could have gone into a better tag team match. And what about the fact that they got this angle now of Kurt Angle losing losing control of Raw? I, they did this. They did the same thing to Mick Foley. They're gonna do the same thing they to Kurt Angle. They did it to Triple H. They did it to Triple H. I don't understand it. I don't get it. The, and whatever. We had the main event, which was Braun Strowman and Finn Balor against Constable Corbin and Kevin Owens. Constable yep. Corbin gets the win off of Finn Balor. Yeah, it's something I'm really used to. I'm really used to seeing Finn Balor losing. Yeah. Hopefully he gets to he gets the push that he deserves. Um, One day maybe. Not, like I said, I end up falling asleep, but I end up checking out the results uh, this morning while I was at work. So that's how I knew the wins. Um, like I said, the first hour of Raw was great, and then it just like yeah. flopped. Yeah. So let's move on to tonight's uh, SmackDown. SmackDown was great from top to bottom. It was. Um, fresh I missed the first eight too. minutes because I was too busy at Pizza Hut. <laughs> Um, was, I came in when uh, when Oscar was uh, kicked 
James Ellsworth and Carmella knocked her out again. Uh, apparently, they're going to be feuding at Extreme Rules, I'm guessing. I didn't get the full... Yeah, I'm okay with it. With just of that. Um, then we had a an appearance from, I guess that was Willow, Jeff Hardy was dressed as. Yeah, looked like. Or Brother Nero, one or the other. Yeah. But I'm saying Jeff Hardy against Shinsuke, I can, def- I can definitely see that as a few. I can definitely see Shinsuke with the United States Championship. Give him some title. He deserves a title already. Absolutely. And that's that, that was a good match that they had, you know, a couple weeks ago. They clearly have some chemistry together. And, you know, yeah, let him, let him go for a little bit and let Shinsuke Nakamura win some matches and, uh, you know, feud with someone who's not AJ Styles for a while. I'm okay with it. Yet again, we got the Bludgeon Brothers with... Um, Luke Gallows and Karn Anderson. This was a, another great match. But, of course, the Good Brothers lost. Um, we also got... What else did we get? Oh, Sanity finally debuts. Finally. <laughs> Only and they two. beat up the Usos. The Usos look like jobbers now. <laughs> well, they, saying, they have too gonna many good Sanity, tag teams. If you're going to put Sanity against a good tag team, why not the Usos? Absolutely. It's going to be it's gonna be wonderful. I kind of wished they actually did the match, but whatever. I, I'm fine with it. I'm I'm fine. Um, uh, shout out to Charlotte Flair who got the nod for the body issue, ESPN's sure. body issue. First, I think she's the first wrestler to be on this magazine and in, in this photo shoot. So shout out to Charlotte Flair. Um, we won't be seeing Charlotte Flair to probably another month or so as she's going to be going in for surgery. Um, it's probably one of the reasons why she didn't win Money in the Bank. We did get Becky Lynch versus Billy Kay. This was a very solid match as well. Yeah, the Iconics are doing excellent work. I love them on the mic. They are, they are wonderful. They're on great them. on the mic, but I, I think it's time to give Becky Lynch her due and give her that push. I think it's time. I guess, but yeah, I mean, I mean, did you not see how the crowd was going crazy every time she climbed the ladder? Yeah, yeah. And if you're not gonna put the title on Asuka, you may as well. Put it on Becky Lynch. Give it to Becky Lynch and then have Oscar and Becky Lynch battle. I think I will. I will watch that for three months straight. Then Carmella. Very true. <laughs> um, the main event was a gauntlet match. Oh, fantastic gauntlet fantastic. match! Fantastic. My boy Daniel Bryan started off the match. Uh, Big E started quick, off with. Quick with, shout uh, out to earlier in the night though, uh, where Daniel Bryan throws shade at the Miz. Saying he's facing three of the best wrestlers in the in the company, Big E, Rusev, and Samoa Joe. <laughs> that was excellent. It was excellent work by Daniel Bryan. I mean, you could tell why he's so good at this. Yeah, uh, he made the mistake at interrupting the Bludgeon Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought that was great. I already knew something was gonna happen. <clears throat> but um, shout out to Big E for keeping up with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, no, I, every member of the New Day, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston and Big E, they are all excellent, and I think they they all deserve singles pushes. Uh, they're they're all of really good. And um, so yeah. that was the first one. It was Daniel Bryan versus uh, Big E. Mm-hmm. A good solid. I think it was about ten minutes. They went at it. Yeah. Big E got eliminated with the uh, Shining Wizard. Out came out Samoa Joe. I was like, oh man, here it is. <laughs> Um, and apparently Samojo got eliminated for being a little too cocky. Mm-hmm. He tried to do the coquina clutch on the outside, and I guess he was going to try to run into the ring. Um, but apparently that backfired, and Daniel Bryan escaped and ran into the ring mm-hmm. before the 10 count. But I like how they gave Samojo just a 10 count. He didn't lose outright. Right. They're still keeping him strong. Yeah. I like that. Um, and then after he, after Samoa Joe got defeated, 
here come out the Bludgeon Brothers, power bomb Daniel Bryan, and who comes to take the opportunity? The Miz. Yep, and the Miz, you know, hits the uh, skull crushing finale. One, two, three. One, on two, Daniel three. Bryan. Throws him out the ring, says, "Get the hell out of my ring." And then who comes out? Rusev. Rusev. Uh, and what day is today? I, I think Rusev it is day. Rusev Day, is it not? Yeah. And, and shout out to Rusev for being the number one contender great. for the WWE and you never, Championship. I mean, and, it's about time. And you got so many fresh matchups on this, out, out of this gauntlet match. You know, like I had never seen Big E versus Daniel Bryan. I had never seen... I, we had seen Samoa Daniel Joe Bryan and Samoa Daniel Joe. We'd not, I don't think we'd ever seen Miz versus Rusev. You know, and, and it sets up uh, you know, a solid Daniel Bryan versus The Miz feud to go take us into SummerSlam, which is going to be excellent. You know, yes. and that's and that's the way that you do it, right? <clears throat> you can't put the title on either of those guys yet because it, it's not it's not the right moment. And so you run mm-hmm. them against each other, and that explains why it is they're not fighting for the championship. And, you know, we talk about this all the time, how, you know, Raw throws shots at SmackDown, SmackDown throws shots at Raw. At the end of the day, SmackDown is elevating its game. It's making better shows, better storylines. Um, Shinsuke with that with that funny promo, mm-hmm. that interview he had with Renee Young. Like I said, SmackDown is starting to be, it's start, to me, it's starting to look like the A show because, one, it's shorter, so they don't have to worry about doing another hour of wrestling. There's not that much filler. We're actually getting great tag team wrestling. We're getting great storylines. We're getting great individual wrestling. Everything is just great. The only issue with SmackDown is, is like, they don't, they don't know what to do with Asuka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's my thing. If you're not going to do anything with Asuka, let the next woman in line come up. Like, Yeah, it feels this, like, and, and we talked about this last week, it feels like they're going to make the same mistake with Carmella that they did with Jinder Mahal, and it's letting the championship reign go on too long. You know, mm-hmm. she's a good heel and, you know, she gets the crowd revved up and, and she does good work on the mic, but you can't just keep having the champion win matches via distractions and, and, and hijinks going on all the time. You have to have of, a of champion course. who can win a strong, win a match looking strong. Of course. So you gotta get, there you are, folks. Results for NXT TakeOver. Results for Money in the Bank. We discussed Raw, we discussed SmackDown. Big Cass, who's no longer with the WWE. That was a bit of a shocker. Yeah. And I know Enzo has to be somewhere out there laughing. I think, I mean, the two of them really were like, you know, friends coming up through the... Well, they were friends, but then they became... they, They stopped talking to each other. Like, the whole beef... That Enzo and Cass had in the ring was actually beef that they had in real that life. Sounds, that sounds a lot um, like Enzo. But um, I know he's out there laughing. But they said, uh, you know, Big Cass, he 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 had backstage heat. Yeah. Um, you know, he was going off script. He was promoting business that he was actually doing outside of WWE while on the air. You know, and these are the type of things you can't do when you're with the WWE. Um, because they're just gonna cut you, and they're gonna cut you right after you, right after Money in the Bank. Uh, there's a uh, what is it? What was her name? Oh Emma? yeah, they did that. To, yeah, they did that to Emma last year too. So, 
you know, Big Cass, I mean, you wasn't you wasn't shit without Enzo. I'm no, sorry. No, he was never anything. I let the the one he line, wasn't shit the one line Enzo. that Enzo had during Enzo and Big Cass's feud was <laughs> Enzo called him a seven foot catchphrase that I wrote. Like, and that's true. Like that that old that just destroyed Cass's character for the rest of time. And and it's true, he he wasn't good on the nope. mic. His in ring skill was okay. <clears throat> but that yet again, this is Vince McMahon looking at these seven foot tall guys like, oh, this is my next champion. And it doesn't work nope. out. Your champion is the smaller yep. guy. Shawn Michaels, Daniel AJ Bryan, Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, let the, let the little yes, guys Yes, I understand you have an obsession with these big muscular men, but that's not what the business is. And it's always about the underdog. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, Steve Austin, yes, he was a big guy, but yet again, he was an, he was an anti anti hero. He was a he hated his boss. He beat up his boss. Yeah. He was giving people you he was giving people things that they actually wanted to do in real life. They people people to, to this day want to beat up their boss, but they really can't. Yeah. I think uh, you know, the best big guy champion they had was The Rock, right? You know, he's like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, he's a big muscular dude, but that was just, you know, a people that everyone loved to hate. Well, you had him you had Kane. Kane was a big guy. Yeah, but uh, Kane you was, had Kane, Big Show. Big, big Show Kane was an Big okay Show. They were never champion. good champions. Like, I don't know. But they were okay champions. Yeah. You know, at least you got to see them every week, unlike Brock Lesnar. And and uh, another pay per view gonna go by without Brock Lesnar defending the title, right? Because he's not on Extreme Rules. They're doing a number one contender match. And yet again, and yet again, this is the thing that upsets me. The WWE Championship, the championships on Raw, is the most prestigious yep. one. But yet, just because Raw is the A show, you're making the Universal title seem like it's more relevant than the rich history that the WWE title make has. Any sense. That title's been in the business for what, 30, 40 yeah. years? It doesn't make any sense what they're doing. Plus, they gave, they let Brock Lesnar, you know, pass CM Punk for the longest reigning, you know, champion. And I, I'm like, I didn't even know he was the champion. You know, like yeah, he's the universal champion, but that's I didn't realize that See, was the same thing. See, there should be an asterisk. There should be an asterisk on that for the simple fact that the universal title is not in the same category yeah. as you being a WWE yeah, champion. I agree completely. I don't know <coughs> what they're doing. That's a that title was created two years ago. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with Brock. Yet again, I don't get it. Yet again, Brock Lesnar surpassed. You know the amount of days he's been champion, but yet again, CM Punk defended his title at every pay per view. He defended it at Monday Night mm -hmm. Raw. Brock Lesnar doesn't defend his title every pay per view. Yeah. So what the, like you you you're you're you you're telling us that the Universal Title is the is the main title, but we don't yeah. see it. I think Brock has had something like thirty title defenses in his five hundred day run, which is insane. Like he, sh well, there's nothing more insane than what Alexa Bliss has. She was like at 200 and something days and defended it like three times. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but like I said, I'm looking forward to Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss. Uh, first, we're gonna get uh, Alexa Bliss versus mm -hmm. Nia Jax. You know, Nia Jax wants a rematch. Hopefully, she wins it. Hopefully, she if she does it, I wouldn't be too upset. She had her WrestleMania yeah. moment. She was a she was a good champion. She she you know she she made the company proud. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's about it for the show. I mean, we, we covered everything. We covered NXT, Money in the Bank, Raw, SmackDown, Big Cass. Um, 
and, and WWE creative Vince McMahon, if you're listening to this, please stop. Just give it to please Triple stop. H. Give Just it to stop. Triple H. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> give it to Triple H. He knows what he's doing. Look at NXT Takeover. It's so, it's so crazy. It's so crazy how much better NXT is than everything WWE is doing. It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> It's the third brand. It's the third yeah. brand. All right. Well, Russell Geeks, that concludes another episode of the announcers table. Make sure to like, subscribe to the Geeks Unlimited YouTube channel. You guys can also check out our website. We finally put up a website for the Geeks Unlimited. You can see the announcers table. Shane's Shane's life is a fantasy draft. Q Mayhem Gaming, Hieroglyphics. Uh, Talking Flicks, Nerds It Around, everything is on there. Guys, make sure you check out those other shows and podcasts. As you know, my co-host, the Canadian Screwjob, he is also the co-host for Shane's Life is a Fantasy Draft. And until next week, guys, I am your host, the man that needs no introduction, B-Rye. Until next week. See you all next week. Have a good night. <laughs>